Friday, and I actually have a lot to say today. I, I do. Um, I'm going to get a little deep. Just a little deep, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I was instructed to testify once I got better. So I did have COVID for the second time. I had COVID for the second time. I feel like it was a whole bunch of things. I feel like it was discipline, one, because God disciplines those that he loves. And, you know, he had to pull me out the game for a minute and sit me on the bench and talk to me. Let me know some things, you feel me? And I also feel like it was a test of faith. Uh, and I'll get into that. Um, I'm going to try to make this really short because my phone is about to die. But most importantly, I just want to get the message out. And I feel like it's somebody that need to hear it. Um, and thirdly, I do feel like it is thirdly a word. <laughs> I don't even think that's a word. But third, okay, I feel like it was definitely attack an attack um and again god does not like nothing happens in vain like god had to okay the enemy to attack me because you know it was for a greater reason so i'm gonna just jump into it all right so boom um i was led to like research my name and i know it's kind of weird but you know as black girls when we have these um, unique names and these different names like our family just tell us it means love it means hope whatever you know what I'm saying um, but I remember when I was younger like I grew up in South Central so it was like there's <laughs> a lot of churches like Mexican churches there's a lot of like Hebrew places of worship and you know there's a lot of liquor stores too there's a lot of prostitutes you know but um, I digress. It was just a lot of things. So I remember every time I go to my granny house, I saw a church and it had my middle name on it, which y'all know me as Sade. That is my worldly name. Like I call myself Sade. My mother calls me Sade and pronounces it like Sade. But, um, and I'm actually about to get a little expressive, okay? I'm very private, so. Or please protect me from anybody that just want to do something weird with what I'm about to tell them. So don't go Googling me or nothing. <laughs> but um, my middle name, my entire middle name is El Shaddai. And it's pronounced El Shaddai. E-L Shaddai. Like that, right? Um, but like I said, my worldly name, Shade. My mother calls me Shade. We from L.A. That's just what it is. Um, so... What El Shaddai, excuse me, what that means is, is actually one of God's many, many names that he has. And when he introduced himself to the Hebrews in Genesis 17, he used the name El Shaddai amongst a lot of other names, right? So, <clears throat> okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. So the meaning of El Shaddai is God's name, right? And God has power over sickness, death, sin, Satan, and any um, kingdom of darkness or demonic power that's, you know, influencing us. All right. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And there's no greater God than God. There's no greater power than God. Um, to carry 
that name as my middle name is a blessing. So if you listen to my last episode, when I gave that prophetic dream, you know, about, you know, Christ coming back, about Jesus coming back, um, I mentioned a verse, to whom much is given, much is required. So in my life, I went through, I had a lot of hard hands, and I take accountability for, um, and responsibility for the choices that I made, because we're always presented with a choice. God gives us free will, and in the past, I made a lot of decisions based off of my flesh and what I wanted to do, and you know, I wasn't living up to my name. I wasn't moving in my assignment. I've always had a calling over my life, you know. Um, I'm going to share a story uh, that my mother told me. Okay, so after she... Boy, I'm getting real personal in here, right? But it's a point to it, I promise. And, you know, I'm going to help somebody. You know, every time I open my mouth, I ask the Lord to just, like, bless my mouth and bless the words that come out of it because... I know I ain't go through the things that I went through um, in vain. Like, it was a purpose. It was a reason. Um, so, anywho, back to the story. So, when my mother gave birth to me, right, um, she told me that uh, she saw a man, like a white man dressed in all black, and he was standing over me, you know, trying to take me or whatever. Um... Nobody saw this man when she brought it to the nurse's attention or whatever. Um, yeah, nobody nobody saw this man that she was talking about. But there was a dark a man, a white man in dark clothing, trying to take me, like hovering over me. So when she told me that, I instantly looked at it, you know, with spiritual intellect, and was just like, you know, that could be the enemy already trying to like take over my life, you know what I'm saying, trying to take me, trying to just keep me in his hands, right, but she woke up, and, you know, my uncle and my cousin covered the door, you know, a little bit after that, and that, when she told me that, it was like, okay, maybe the enemy wanted me, maybe he wanted to end my life, maybe he wanted to take me, maybe I was supposed to go down another path, maybe I wasn't, I don't know. But I, look, I looked at it in a spiritual aspect, like God had his hands on me. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it say, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to hurt or hinder you or harm you. So God knew the anointing that he was going to put over my life. I may not have known it, but God knew what, you know, I was going to be brought down here for. And I've had a powerful anointing over me since a child, okay, since a child, so at 25, I had my spiritual awakening, well, I don't want to say had, because I'm always elevating, I'm always growing, but I noticed things about me at 25, and, you know, my life was not easy, I went through a lot of dark times, you know what I'm saying, I faced a lot of demons, like, um, trauma, abuse, like uh, suicide, like trying to commit suicide and everything like that. That was all darkness that was over my life that did not want to see me prevail and did not want me to um, like live out 
the purpose that God has over my life. So, I thought about that. I thought about all of this in quarantine. I was in quarantine for five days. Mind you, I caught COVID last year in December. And I caught it again a week ago. Not even a week ago. It was last week. Yeah, no. Okay, it's Sunday. So, yeah, last week. And it brought me back to the book of Job. Like, I read that the first time I caught COVID because my faith, like, I didn't understand what was going on. Like, I was having real vivid dreams. I was having really dark nightmares and everything the first time I caught it. And that's when I realized, a butterfly! (laughs) Yo, every time I record, it's a butterfly. Like, oh, that is amazing. Thank you. But um, I realized... The first time I caught COVID, that's when I realized I had to, like, turn away from the lifestyle that I was living. Like, I wasn't doing wrong, like, hurting people, but I was not doing what I was supposed to do as a child of God. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm going to go into the origin of my first name. (laughs) I'm going to go into my first name real quick. So, my first name is Amaris, and that means promise of God. Okay, that means promise to God. Um, I was told my whole life that that meant love. <laughs> and God is love, so I guess I guess it's the same thing, but that means promise to God. So I have an anointing over my life and I have an assignment. So when you know things happen that's unplanned and unexpected. I look at it as an attack, I look at it as elevation, and I look at it as God reprimanding me and disciplining me. <clears throat> so what was designed for me to like break my faith and my covenant with God, like the second time I caught COVID, like I'm like, dang, I don't even leave the house. <laughs> I don't go nowhere but to the store and back. It's like I wear my mask, I catch COVID. I don't wear my mask. I catch COVID. You understand what I'm saying? But I can say that God's grace was over me the entire time because I got my symptoms piece by piece instead of it all hitting me at one time, like it did the first time. So, like I said earlier, when God okays the enemy to test, you know, to test me, to tempt me, to... But, you know, you know, but he can't take my life. And I was in the book of Job. Like, God okayed the enemy to, you know, take things from Job, to get him sick and, you know, for the enemy to enter his wife and just curse God and things like that after he lost everything and got sick. If you, didn't, if you ain't never read that, I really, like, encourage you to read the book of Job. Like, that really helps me with my faith and everything when things get really difficult and I don't understand it like that helps me a lot um so I immediately recognize it like at first I'm like dang is this a punishment did I do something wrong like you know what I'm saying so I'm thinking (laughs) and I did I fell short a couple times you know I smoke I smoke weed and at this point where I'm at right now God don't need me engaging in anything that could cloud my perception because he needs me to be vigilant again to whom much is given much is required if I'm high or if I'm smoking I'm not as as alert that I need to be 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not paying attention. I'm not really being vigilant. You know, and, you know, when you do, anybody that is, you know, on a faith walk and you're following Christ, you're going to fall short, and it's okay. And I, I beat myself up about that. Like, I felt really bad about that. And that means, you know, the Holy Spirit, I have the Holy Spirit within me. Like, I was convicted by the Holy Spirit. Like, I felt bad. I felt bad. But when you fall short into something that God delivered you from and you fall back into it, it's going to come back with more demons, more spirits attached to it. Like, you're going to go from, like, smoking, going back to drinking. Then you're going to go back to having sex. I ain't had sex in so long. Like, I'm celibate. I'm practicing celibacy. I, I think I'm well past celibacy. I think I'm just abstaining because... Like, it's just so much going on, like, energetically and spiritually. I just don't want no parts of it. Like, I just, I need a break. Not that I was, like, out here like that, but I just don't want nobody touching me. Um, but, yeah, I felt like it was a punishment. And, you know, God disciplines those that he loves. And I was grateful for the discipline. You know what I'm saying? Like, like again, like I fell short. It's saying the Bible to confess your sins to one another. So I'm letting y'all know I'm not perfect. I wasn't supposed to be smoking, and I smoked. Okay, I smoked. I wasn't supposed to, cause I'm supposed to be alert and vigilant. That's like, like imagine when you on the front line, right? You on the front line in the war, and you're high. Like, how can you be alert? How can you be vigilant? How can you see what the enemy trying to do? You know what I'm saying? And then just engaging with, like, negative energy, like, arguing with people. Like, he had to pull me out the game. <laughs> God had to pull me out the field real quick, and he had to sit me down. So I received that lesson, and I received that discipline, you know, with heart. Like, I took it, you know? And he healed me, and we, we chopped it up. And then I also learned, I recognized, first I'm going to show y'all what I recognized. I recognized that the enemy wanted me to turn my back on God. He wanted me to turn my back on God. He wanted me to curse God because I got sick again. You know, like in the book of Job, like his wife, his friends, you know, everybody was just negative and just doubtful around him. Especially his wife. His wife wanted him to curse God because he lost everything. Okay? Um, and so, like I said earlier, it's kind of damned if I do, damned if I don't. If I wear my mask, I get sick. If I don't, you know, I get sick. You know, and then, like I said, I had turned from the things that I was doing. I stopped engaging in, like, sex. I got out of a toxic connection with a very evil person. You know what I'm saying? I stopped smoking weed. I stopped drinking. Like, I used to take whiskey like no other, honey. I stopped engaging in all of that. I stopped entertaining. I even stopped dressing certain ways. Okay? And so, I still got sick. That's, you know, in the flesh, that's an opportunity to forsake God. To be like, you know, what I do, why are you punishing me? Nah, I ain't doing that. All it did was bring me closer to him. All it did was bring me closer to him. And um, in my isolation, you know, I also 
realized that I was under a spiritual attack because, you know, things was transpiring, transpiring. Yeah, it was fire. It was flames of fire, okay, honey? It was things going on within my family. Like, the enemy is causing division in my family, disruption and peace. You know, it even tried to get to my baby, honey. Like, I'm sick, I'm coughing, I'm hacking, and I'm still at the top of my lungs at 3 o'clock in the morning praying, casting things out, still fighting. Like, the enemy tried to take me down and make me so weak that I could not pray. Like he tried to cease my prayer, like, and it didn't work. It didn't work. You know what I'm saying? And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, the spiritual warfare is real, and I'm gonna do a whole nother episode on that, but spiritual warfare is very real. So it was a lot of things hitting me at once, but what we have to understand is God, before he elevates us, he's going to test us. He's gonna test our faith. You understand what I'm saying? He's going to test our faith. Like, you have to do more than praise him when things is good. You have to thank him and praise him through the bad. And that whole time, honey, I was I was praising. I had my praise music on. I was praying. I was reading the word. Like, I had to because that's all I had to lean on. Like, the Bible even say, you know, you can't lean on to your own understanding. You gotta trust in the Lord with all your heart. Nothing, nothing happens by coincidence. Like it was a reason for me to go through the things that I went through. You know what I'm saying? And I also felt like it was an attack <clears throat> to try to stop me from spreading the word and you know spreading what God has done for me and Him moving in my life and everything. Because right after I told y'all about the prophetic dream. I tested positive, I got sick. I got sick right after. So I talked to the Lord and whatnot, you know, and I was like, okay, this is a a testimony opportunity. Don't give up, don't quit, and don't, don't let your faith waver. Because I tell you, them five days I was in quarantine, honey, I went through so many emotions, like, I cried, I repented for everything I've ever done, everything, honey. I repented, I cried, and right after the Lord comforted me, the Lord comforted me. I prayed for the people that be praying against me. I prayed for my enemies, honey. I remember at one point, it was hard for me to forgive people, and it was hard for me to pray for my enemies. But that was the flesh, that was the ego and everything. So God really had to, you know, strip me down and I had to give him my body, honey. I had to give <laughs> I had to give him my body. When I get sick, I like to strip, honey. Like I just took my clothes off and I was praying. Like I came raw. I ain't saying you gotta do this. I'm just testifying what I did, what I went through, and where I'm at right now. I didn't see three butterflies today. That is just beautiful. That ain't encouragement. I don't know what it is. But I went through every emotion. That's why I said I felt like I was under attack. Like, I wanted to quit everything I was doing. Out of nowhere. I'm the most driven person that I know. I have so much ambition and so much drive. And out of nowhere, I was like, I don't want to do this real estate shit. I don't want to do this business. I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to do nothing. That was not my energy. And I had to get that up off of me. 
And I made it through. I made it through by the grace of God. Like, keep your eyes. If you don't get nothing from what I'm saying, keep your eyes fixed on the Lord and not your storm and not what's going on around you. I had negativity around me when I was sick each and every time. Each and every time I caught COVID, it was negative people around me, people that didn't care about me. I got sick and then they would disappear when I got sick. That was also God revealing things to me, revealing people and revealing hearts. When we pray for clarity and we pray for God to remove our enemies, we have to be prepared for who those enemies may be. And sometimes it's the people that's closest to us. You know, so to whom much is given, much is required. You know, my whole life I had a very difficult hand given to me. And some of it was the choices that I made. And some of it is just how it is, how I was treated and everything. You know what I'm saying? So keep your faith and stay focused. Keep your eyes on the Lord and he will guide you. He will get you through anything. And how I know that, how I know that is because on my fifth day, no, my fourth day in quarantine, going into my fifth day, I had a dream that the Lord gave me a hug and it was just so bright. It was so bright and how I felt, it was just like, I made it. I made it through the test, like congratulations. But also with new levels, it come new devils too. So just keep praying for preparation and wisdom and discernment and the spirit of obedience and stillness because it's easy, it's so easy to go back to what you know. And then, you know, also keep in mind too, uh, I don't mind is the devil's playground. So I'm not gonna encourage you to do busy work, but you need to do productive work because I'm not gonna hold you. The enemy caught me slipping and that's how I ended up smoking again. You know, my discipline and my will wasn't where I thought it was. And I was just like, okay, well, shit, I ain't doing nothing, okay. And that's where I slipped up, because I opened the gate for so much more, honey. Like, I ain't break my covenant to have sex. Like, I didn't break my covenant, but I was able to recognize, okay, when I do this, like, certain things is open. I know I'm all over the place, but this is the truth. Like, keep your discipline. And if you don't have discipline, pray for it. If you don't have discernment, pray for it. Because they be the people that's closest to you that want to hurt you, that want to stop you, that want to distract you. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. They want to break your focus and whatnot. But you got to be strong enough to just be like, listen, I ain't falling for this. I ain't doing this. So, ouch. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'm going to pull a couple cards and I'm going to slide. I'm just happy I'm better. Okay. I'm better, I'm wiser, I'm stronger, and it's all about the grace of God. Okay. And then also, while I'm shuffling, like, stay in prayer. Stay in prayer. Because when you dress yourself in the armor, that sword, the 
the what is it the gospel the gospel of truth the sword man i tell you it's, it's a powerful thing because i i didn't see i didn't felt energy leave from around me after reciting prayer Yep. Okay, Holy Spirit, thank you. Willpower and determination came out. We was just talking about that. Willpower and determination. I set clear boundaries for my own behavior, and I cultivate a strong will by being true to myself. The same boundaries we set for others, we have to set for ourselves, and we have to be responsible. Like, like I said at the beginning, I'm responsible. I made a choice. Ain't nobody put that blunt to my lips. I made a choice. I said I was going to smoke. I said, all right, I'm, I'm a little agitated. I'm a little stressed out. I'm going to smoke. I shouldn't have did that. Because the things that God needed me to see, I was so clouded. Even when I was sober, after the high went down, I was clouded, honey. Like, the Lord tried to give me a message through song. And it didn't click until I was in quarantine. Like... <laughs> And right then and there, I was like, nah, I can't do this. I can't do this no more. Because I received a message a week later. The minute that I started to hum that song, I should have went into prayer, and I didn't. Because my, you know, my judgment was cloudy. I used my willpower to accomplish my daily tasks and spiritual goals and to encourage uplifting thoughts and behaviors within myself. We have to check ourselves. Sometimes you gotta encourage yourself, honey. I don't look for people to validate me. I used to be a people pleaser. I don't please nobody but God now. I use my willpower. Like, I don't care if I'm sick, I'm gonna read that word. I don't care if I'm sleepy, I'm gonna dedicate some time to God. Because I don't know if y'all realize it, but we're in a matrix. I'm disconnected from a lot of things and social media is being one of them. It is just so superficial to me. When I go out and these men try to talk to me, I see the spirits that's on them. And I'm just like, wow, I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here, like what is happening? Lean on God to get you through. As soon as I test the positive, I say, God, give me the strength, Lord, give me the strength to do what I need to do, to receive what I need to see, to receive, to change what I need to change. Doing this will assist me on my next stage of my physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual growth. God is going to test you before he elevates you. In them first three days, baby, I ain't going to lie to you. Them first three days, I didn't feel like the Lord was, was hearing me. And then I remembered that the teacher is always silent during the test. Okay? Stay in touch with your physical, excuse me, with your positive thoughts in truth by avoiding substance abuse. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I can't make this up. I can't, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I don't like telling people my business, but guess what? I ain't, I ain't fall short just because. I ain't go through the things that I went through just because. I gotta let somebody know. Lean on to God. Take comfort in the word. Take Get your peace and your clarity from the word. You know what I'm saying? I used to be one that I need to smoke. I'm agitated. I need to smoke. 
I want to relax. I need to smoke. I'm confused. I need to smoke. I'm pissed off. I need to drink. That used to be me. But I had to strip myself of that. I had to rid myself of that. The whole time I was on, not on, oh Lord, and I wasn't on nothing. I was just smoking weed. <laughs> um, I wasn't on nothing. But the whole time I was in quarantine, my diet consisted of kale, water, and pedia. Like I had to clean out my body. I had to sweat that shit out. I had to get it out my system. We can't lean on or become codependent to those things that is going to leave us blocked and leave us where we at. Everybody got free will. So if you decide you want to keep smoking weed or whatever, that's you. I'm just saying, me, I told you what to do to me. I received a message from God a week later because I was high. Okay? And then when you resist that and you free yourself of the alcohol, like, I know what it's like to get your heart broke and to be frustrated. And the first thing you want to do is take it to the bar. You want to go and get a bottle. You want to go to the strip club. You want to, you know what I'm saying? You want to surround yourself in this environment that you can't heal in. All it's doing is clouding you and temporarily filling you up. When I'm sad, when I'm lonely now, I'm sad, I'm lonely, I'm frustrated, I'm confused, I pray. I don't care what it sounds like, because a lot of my messages ain't for everybody. I pray, and I lean on to God, and not my own understanding. I look in the Word, and I be finding my answers in the Word. I find my answers, and I pray, and I ask for signs, God give me signs. You gotta keep your mind clear and your will strong. You gotta have that willpower and determination. So, I hope I help somebody. I hope whoever is under the sound of my voice, like, y'all took heed to something. And I'm going through it just like y'all. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm forgiven. I'm not perfect at all. I'm on assignment, honey. And I'm here. I'm here to help. I'm here to inspire. I'm here to uplift. This is what I live by. So y'all be blessed. Stay prayed up. And yeah, stay prayed up for real. (laughs) Okay, bye.